Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Welcome to episode 63. I always love going right back to remembering when I first got engaged. It honestly brings back the most heartfelt memories of how I felt in that moment, how exciting it is. And you are all feeling those feelings right now. And I still remember mine like it was yesterday, even though it was nearly eight years ago. But this year is different because yes, we have a global pandemic. So celebrating for many of you is very different to what it was for me. Many of you over the last couple of weeks, or actually even months, have been asking me, how can you celebrate your engagement because of all the restrictions? So today in this episode, I want to talk about, firstly, the standard engagement celebration options with no restrictions, as this pandemic will one day hopefully end. And for those who listen to this episode later, I still want them to have those ideas. And then I want to talk about options for those of you with restrictions. Now, the engagement ideas for those with restrictions can actually be used forever because these days many of us live many miles away from our family and friends. So if you aren't listening in 2021 and the pandemic is over, I suggest you listen through to the end for some ideas anyway. So before I get into sharing my ideas, I want to make mention of my free ebook as today's episode is brought to you by the Manage My Wedding 101 Top Wedding Tips ebook. This is a must read for anyone getting married. My free ebook is jam-packed with my top tips to ensure you have the wedding of your dreams. It can be downloaded at managemywedding.com or you can slide into Instagram at managemywedding and DM me and I can send that to you. So engagement parties or celebrations, if you don't want to call them a party, what can you do or what can you consider? We don't all like the same as it's so important you and your partner pick what is actually right for the two of you. My now husband and I had a champagne brunch and we actually did it twice. (laughs) Yes, we had two engagement parties and that was purely because James's family was based in Adelaide and my family was based on the Gold Coast. And we have friends all over the world as well. And we were currently living in Perth. So we thought, you know, let's go and celebrate with, you know, both families and friends. And we also thought we have a really big families and not everyone is going to be able to travel when we have our wedding in Perth. So we thought, you know what, let's just have big engagement parties and invite everyone and then we'll limit it and not, and, and scale it back for the amount of people that get invited to our wedding. And then we chose a champagne brunch because we love the mornings, we're morning people, but we wanted to do something a little bit different as well. And we also just didn't want our party to end up just being this massive like booze fest, which with some of our friends, it could easily happen. (laughs) And a champagne brunch was beautiful and and it actually lowered the costs a little bit too. So with having so many people and two engagement parties, you know, the costs were going to creep up, but a brekkie just really helped. So 
although they did kick on with those that are closest to us afterwards, it was, you know, much more low-key back at our parents' house in each state. And I tell you what, I, I'm just so glad we did that. We Everyone commented about how much they loved the champagne brunch idea. It was honestly the biggest hit. So there is one option for you. <laughs> and if you're looking for something, you know, casual and budget is tight for you, you can have a summer barbecue, you can have a pool party, you can have a picnic or a garden party, or you can ask everyone to bring a plate of food instead of bringing your gift. You can do morning or afternoon time so that you don't need a full meal and instead you just have a high tea or a cheese station and that, that can often help mitigate, you know, that big meal cost. Then if you want to still do something nice but you're thinking about something a bit more casual and budget friendly, then you can just go out for dinner with your immediate family or your bridal party. It doesn't have to mean doing everything with everyone. So you can do something a bit more low-key and then go and have a nice dinner or just do the dinner. It's totally up to you. You don't have all the extra expenses like you do with the wedding. So, you know, you don't have those expenses like your guest favours and your flowers and I could go on and on and on. So it's a great opportunity to invite more people than you plan to have at your wedding. Um, As I said, James and I invited everyone to our engagement party and then we limited our wedding that way they still still felt included somehow in the celebration of our love. Now, if you want to go out and you want to be all elaborate, then of course go for it and have a three-course sit-down meal at a venue or be unique and have it at a theme park or, or you could theme it like Casino Royale, all that glitters, roaring 20s, or at the moment because people can't travel, ask everyone to come dressed up in an attire of their favourite favorite travel destination just to spice it up and make it a little bit fun. So you can make an engagement party as casual or as glamorous as you like. There are absolutely no rules here. And to be honest, with engagement parties, there is no expectation. And that is what is best about an engagement party. No one expects anything. So everything is a surprise and delight. So just don't get caught up thinking, oh, I need to do all these things to impress everyone because that is absolutely not the case with engagement parties. Now, those engagement ideas that I've just given, they're pretty easy to be honest, but the restrictions at the moment in some countries or states that make your engagement party planning much harder and these are harder things to come up with. So I'm going to just go through some different ideas depending on restrictions as well. Now, if many of your guests who you would like to have invited live pretty close to you and they're able to drive past your home, then I suggest you send out an invite to everyone. Make it a Facebook event invite and tell them you're throwing an engagement party on your lawn from midday until 3 p.m. Tell them the date, obviously, and that you'll be set up with a table on your lawn with a cake with your soon-to-be husband or wife and you would love them to do a drive-by and celebrate with you and get a piece of cake as they pass. And if presents are your thing and you'd love a present or money, which let's not lie, (laughs) most of you would like that and it's okay, you know, I get it, you can be honest with me because you're only human. And, yes, everyone, everyone, as much as they say they don't, people love presents and gifts. So (laughs) if you do something like this and you're still likely to be handed handed a gift or at least a lovely card 
with beautiful words that you can both sit down and read together later inside. So there's a suggestion to still see everyone, but, you know, it's COVID safe, but, and you can still hand them some beautiful, delicious cake and they get to see you and yell out whatever they like from their window. <laughs> I've even seen on social media lately some newly engaged couples actually jumping on their bikes and asking their friends and family to ride with them to celebrate as they can exercise outdoors. So really you can try and be as creative as you like. Obviously not everyone's going to have a bike though <laughs> and some people don't want to ride. I want to also touch on those in areas where you can have maybe a limited number of visitors. My suggestion here would be pick those nearest and dearest to you and have them pop over for a celebration and a meal. And maybe you can split them into groups and have some mini engagement cakes made for each of those occasions. Or if you're allowed to dine out, then go and have an engagement lunch or dinner with your top 20 at a COVID safe restaurant or cafe. Engagement parties don't have to mean like a hundred people and a big party. Remember you're celebrating your engagement (laughs) and not anyone else's. So just do what's right for you and what you feel at the time. But just remember whatever you pick, stay COVID safe. Just do the right thing. If it's all too hard (laughs) and you're like, oh, I just hate the thought of doing all these things, have a virtual party. Honestly, this will save you time and it's also going to save you money. And that money is money that can be straight away put aside for your wedding. You can have people still do speeches on Zoom if you like so that you still feel special and you can hear what they have to say and what your future husband or wife has to say. You can play trivia. That's all about the two of you and you can put together a slideshow with emotional music to show everyone the love they have for each other. I know that I love nothing better than a a video that, you know, gets me all teared up. So that is something very special you can do. You can ask everyone to put into the chat something they love about the two of you or something that reminds them of the two of you. And then you can save that for later reading, which you'll honestly enjoy looking back at and you can look back at it for years to come. Or if you're stuck in isolation at home, ask everyone to give you two ideas of something you can do at home to celebrate. If a virtual party is like totally not for you and you don't like any of this, (laughs) then you can still actually ask people to do these things, but you can ask them to email them to you instead of popping them in the the Zoom chat. Now, honestly, they're so beautiful to read later. It's honestly like a guest book. It's just the same thing, but you've just done it a little bit different. Actually, talking about this, it's actually reminded me of a unique idea, and this is a great idea of something you can do even if there are no restrictions, but your guests don't live near you. There's some wineries here in Australia that are hosting wine tasting nights where you can order the tasting and you can have it sent to your home and you can get them to host the wine tasting for you and all your guests. So you can either cover the cost and pay for it to be sent to them, which to be honest, is probably much cheaper than actually hosting a party. Or you could ask those that want to RSVP to order their own and then say no gifts, just pay for your own wine tasting pack. I absolutely love this idea. I think it's it's ama- an amazing idea. I think it's fun. It's interactive. And I think your guests, they're going to have fun with you. Then you're not just sitting there on this Zoom call kind of like waiting for who's going to speak next or what's happening. And I do suggest if you do are going to have a virtual party, give everyone a bit of an agenda so that people don't get on because I know that I did get on a Zoom 
birthday for a friend that's in New York City in 2020. And it was her 40th and it was it was a little bit tricky because there was lots of different people, lots of different personalities and lots of different groups of friends that were on this 40th birthday celebration. So people were trying to like talk at the same time or some people were a little bit quiet. So, yeah, I just think and a little agenda is nice, you know, not obviously too strict and rigid, but from 12 till 1, we're going to do speeches and this is who is going to talk in what order. So everyone kind of knows what's coming next. And then this is when the wine tasting will occur or this is when we'll do the, you know, trivia. Whatever it is, just put a little few dot points so people know what's kind of happening. And actually now that I'm talking about this, I do realise there's also some companies that can send you all high tea or dinner that's already cooked, lunch, whatever you prefer, and it's ready so you can all eat together virtually and you can all eat the same thing and talk about that. And food is always something people love to talk about no matter what. So I like all of these ideas because there's no after-party cleanup. <laughs> I wish I could have done some of this. Tell you what, take away a lot of that stress. <laughs> so those are my suggestions for engagement parties. I really you think, you know, you can do so much to help you still celebrate and feel excited that you just got engaged. The most important thing is to not keep thinking to yourself, oh, I got engaged at the worst time and no one cares about our engagement and poor me, poor me. Those thoughts, they will not serve you and you need to get them out of your head. The love of your life has just proposed to you. So make sure they know you are excited and no matter what the situation in the world that you could not be happier that they propose to you. When you act and you think like that in this positive way, you're only going to attract positive thoughts and love from others. So I just really cannot stress that enough. This is the happiest time in your life and it's up to you to make it that. And if you've listened to this episode and you're feeling like none of those ideas that I've given are for you, then honestly, just don't have an engagement party. It is not necessary and it's absolutely personal choice. Take the time instead to celebrate with your partner and celebrate how you met and why you love each other. Spend time focusing on each other because at the end of the day, that is all that matters and that is all that getting engaged is about. So use this time to do some really special surprises for each other and make memories. That is that is key. I hope this has helped and congratulations to all you wonderful lovebirds out there. Thank you for listening and supporting Manage My Wedding. Whether you use the app or you just listen to the podcast, thank you for picking Manage My Wedding to help you along in this most special time in your life. I feel honoured to be able to help you. And if you've enjoyed this podcast episode, then please jump over to the Apple podcast app and leave a review. Reviews help other bridal couples find the podcast. And I'm always grateful for any reviews that are left. I also do draw a monthly $100 bridal pack, which is full of lots of wedding goodies. And you go into the draw by leaving a review on the app, the podcast or the Facebook page. And if you review all three, then you get three entries. It's as simple as that, really. And until next time, enjoy being engaged, staying stress-free and organised while planning the wedding of your dreams. 